Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Be Still, Be Free. This is the podcast that helps you take a deep breath, exhale, and just have a moment to yourself to get some encouragement in the Lord. And I am Monica Steely, and I'm here with Tracy Hurst again today. Hello, everyone. I hope that you have enjoyed the last few weeks of episodes. We started off with just a recap of summer, Mm -hmm. and then Tracy gave her testimony, which is radically awesome and just transformative and a suddenly kind of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I shared my testimony last week, which was more of a gradual, slow burn. Tracy had the microwave testimony <laughs> and I had the crock pot. That's, That's right. I love was. it. Or yours was the air fryer and mine was I the I was the air pot. fryer. Yes. Definitely air fryer. Yes. yes. And favorite. I love my crock pot. So that worked there out you just go. perfectly. Um, so we wanted to wrap up this little four week sesh. Um, with just an off-the-cuff, really unprepared and yeah. not talked through with each other mm-hmm. um, episode about kind of just what God is teaching us in our quiet time. Yeah. Um, and when t- Tracy <laughs> just moments ago said, um, or she said something about what God is teaching you in your quiet time, and I think it was at the end of last episode, and I was like, assuming that we have a quiet time, and I was very tongue-in-cheek about that, but also not... <laughs> And I didn't catch that. I didn't catch it. Yeah. I didn't so catch the tongue in cheek. I'll, I'll kick this off and be <laughs> a thousand percent vulnerable and transparent. I shared at the beginning how summer was just all about everybody else. Yeah. Um, and those of you who are longtime listeners know, I used to get up at 5 or 5.30 every day. I would have my hour of coffee and quiet time before the house woke up and... The older that I've gotten, it is so hard to do that. And I do still wake up earlier than other people, but it's not early as it used to be. And it takes me so much longer to get fully awake. So Mm -hmm. quiet time first thing in the morning has become a lot more elusive. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my quiet time has then become more on the go time, Mm -hmm. like in the moment prayers, Mm -hmm. in the midst of prayers, Um, church on Sunday, a hundred percent, but like my dedicated alone time doesn't look like it used to look. And that is a thousand percent my own fault. Um, at the same time, I do feel God meets me where I'm at when I do give him the time. And I think back to when Jaina was a newborn baby and we led a college ministry back then. And I remember being at a retreat and people like these young little college students who always know more than everybody else (laughs) really giving me some judgment about my quiet time situation with the newborn baby. And I first of all was like, y'all just wait. But then second, because I had shared how it just was really hard. It's totally different. Especially as a first time parent. Absolutely. Um, But my middle of the night feedings with her, I would literally just sing over and over, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Mm. And I would just, like I talked about last week, I would feel him. Like yeah. he would meet me yes. right where I was with what I had to give. That's right. And so um, I'm, I'm feeling that a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have to give, he is right there with me and he yeah. is taking it. At the same time, I do feel a call to, I think you and I talked about this offline a few weeks back. I do feel a call to back to basics mm. and a like a reminder to be still and what that looks like and um, just kind of going back to some foundational things. And I um, I think I talked about in our summer catch up, I'm really excited about cooler weather and my time with him yeah. outside yeah. and that being my quiet, a lot of my quiet the time connecting. is that, per, uh, like I said, I'm an experiential gal with him. Nature. And so, 
mm-hmm. out, outdoors, crisp weather, how you great connect. music. That's yeah. how I connect the most. I do, the, y'all know, like, I'm a writer at heart. Mm-hmm. I have not journaled in an incredibly long time, and I'm really longing for that again. It's going to come. Um, and come. so the, part of this, like, back to basics is just, I, I do feel like I'm entering a season where I'm going to start getting back to journaling. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I, I, I share all that to say I know... Half of you are probably listening going, girl, you need to figure quiet time out together and get your act right. <laughs> no. And the other half <clears throat> maybe breathing a little bit of sigh of relief or yeah. feeling some camaraderie in that, that there just are seasons that mm-hmm. ebb and flow. And there's a balance between God giving you grace for that That's and right. also a gentle discipline yeah. of like, yeah. like you know what you need to be doing and, and what your soul mm-hmm. is craving. Mm-hmm. It's not even a checking in box it's a, my soul is starting to crave what I have neglected for a couple months. Yeah, it's, and I'm hearing that. I'm hearing it's not this duty or, or you know, obligation. I'm hearing I miss the delight. Yes, that's exactly it's, right. It's, I miss the connectedness, right? Yes. Like, you know when you're disconnected from a family member, like your husband or a friend. Like, you just sense that disconnect and you're longing to connect again. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing you say. I'm connected. He meets me and he does. I remember spending hours, like, filling up my my entire dining room table with, like, Strong's Concordance and Bibles yes. before kids and leaving it there. When kids were born, 10 minutes. Yeah. And Jesus meets us. That's and, right. And and even if we don't think he does, he puts something in our back pocket. Yes. Like he's so good. He's so gracious. He's yes. so kind. And there is this ebb and flow in our quiet times. Mine does not look the same. Each day it's very different, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes it's moving more in scripture. Sometimes it's moving more in me talking to him. Sometimes it's more in worship. But if we just take that time, like you said, whether it's the popcorn prayers throughout the day, because the word of God says, acknowledge him Mm -hmm. and he will direct your steps. So just acknowledging him throughout the day, right? I don't think he'd want us to spend an hour with him and then totally just like be done. (laughs) Or spend an hour where it's like it feels obligatory and your heart is disengaged and your spirit is not wanting a connection in any way and it's just head knowledge. That's right. Like that's not what he wants either. Correct. But like I said, there is that difference between knowing there's grace for that, Mm -hmm. but then also recognizing that your your soul and spirit are wanting to connect with the Father. Yeah. I I totally I totally identify with that and you know have have absolutely times when I feel closer to him than others Mm -hmm. and um, but what's so great is that um, even if we don't feel him, he's right there. Yeah. He's so right yeah. there. But I, I do love it. when. And his love doesn't, for me, doesn't diminish just because I'm mm-hmm. off off my normal routine right. or anything like that, especially after last Amen. week and what I shared about that. So I, I, do, I do recognize that. And I know there is no guilt or nope. shame from him about that. But no. I know he longs to connect with me the way that I want to connect with him. Well, it's it's interesting because I had a very busy summer too, and I noticed a little bit of a drift. And um, they needed volunteers to pick up um, some upper school students from a retreat. And I I, I just volunteered. It's a day I normally, it was a Friday. It's a day, it's usually my busiest counseling day. But I just found myself wanting to do this. And that morning, that hour and a half drive, to go pick them up, God gave me a beautiful, and it was in the car, mm-hmm. and God gave me this beautiful revelation that I want to share 
the oh, yes. share. So again, he can meet you wherever you are. It can be mm-hmm. a drive, right? Yeah. Um, it can be listening to a podcast. It can be listening to worship. It can be in silence. Like yeah. he, when we have space and place for him, Oh man, he, he, he speaks, yeah. he moves, he directs, he's, he's so good. Some of the, my favorite things that I've ever written or like devotions or yep. anything have come from just like a complete shift in yeah. how I spend time with him. Yeah. So I remember in that drive, just saying, God, I, I want to feel you again. I just, I, I've, I've, I, I know, I know you're here. I know I love you. You love me, but I'm, I just, I want to feel that that movement in my life again. And he's so, he's so honored it. I was actually listening to a podcast and very quickly, this gentleman said, um, he said, just like affection is protection. And then he kept going on and I, I couldn't, I had to stop the podcast <laughs> and I literally sat in those three words that he said. And while he moved on, affection is protection. Mm. And I began thinking about how my husband, even even if he disagreed with me, like his affection and his love for me, he would protect me and stand up for me and comfort me and love me, love me enough to even say, I think what you did is wrong, but I love you. Right. Right. So his affection is protection. And then I have this friend, her name's Shannon. She'll probably listen and be like, you said my name. Um, <laughs> Hi, Shannon. I call her um, half holy and half hood. <laughs> And there's this T-shirt. I, was I like, love that. It's like you have to have this T-shirt. It says half holy, half hood. It says, pray with me, not play with me. Ooh, pray with me, not play with me. And I remember I was sharing something that happened in a doctor's office. And she, I saw her little hood come out. And she goes, I have feelings about that. And I said, you would go beat her up for me, wouldn't you? She said, oh, yeah. Love <laughs> I mean, and that. So, but her affection for me. Yes. She wanted to protect me. Her affection for me, the story I shared, made her feel anger, a righteous anger. Yeah. Don't do that to my Tracy. And I mean, what I want everyone to hear me say to you is God's affection for you is your protection. Mm-hmm. All right? And, and there's scripture that backs it up. Romans 8, 14 through 16 in the Passion Translation says this. And you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, Mm. beloved father. Mm. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. And as I hear it's the Holy Spirit that makes his fatherhood real, I pray that even as you're listening, the Holy Spirit would whisper into your innermost being that you are God's beloved child and that his affection for you is your protection. Mm -hmm. And what I got out of that as I was driving and just soaking in this revelation, I don't have to be anxious or fearful because God's affection is my protection. I don't have to worry about tomorrow because God's affection for me will arise on my behalf and he will be everything I need. He will stand for me, he will cover me, he will give me wisdom, and he will allow whatever gifts I need to flow for each 
situation. Mm-hmm. You see, I can rest and you can rest in God's affection for you. You are protected. You are his beloved. And the Prince of Peace is available to us through acknowledging God's affection for us. I love that so much. This is identity. Yeah. If we really believed and we really knew Mm -hmm. that his affection for us is our protection, that we are called his beloved child, that we are daughters of the king, Mm -hmm. everything changes. Yeah. Fear has no place. You may feel it, but right then you go, but your affection for me your love for me, That's you'll be so everything I need. So when I think about a circumstance, I, I think and I have a feeling and then I go, but you love me. I'm your beloved daughter and you'll be everything I need in that moment and yeah. in that hour. I do not have to worry. Your affection is my protection. This this revelation, the last three weeks, I have felt God's delight over me. Aww. I have felt him smile over me. I'll be honest, the you know, I think we all are more comfortable with God the Father, Jesus the Son, or the Holy Spirit. I've been comfortable with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I have dif- more difficulty with God the Father. Mm-hmm. And I think what this revelation is doing is bringing me into the understanding of his tender affection that he is my beloved father and I am his beloved daughter. Yeah. Wow. And so I'm able to feel his presence over me and this joy. And I I also want to read um, in Romans 8, it's the same verse, but it's 14 through 16, because I just think all of it is so good. It says in verse 14, uh, Romans 8, the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you were saying, I'm feeling the impulse of the Holy Spirit to create some more time for connection with God. That's because you're a mature child of God, Monica. And when I knew I needed to just take a break and not work and just yeah. drive, so I was led by the Spirit, right? Yeah. Then it goes on to say, and you did not receive the spirit of religious duty, yeah, leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. Mm-hmm. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. And you will never feel orphaned, for as he rises up within us, our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, beloved Father. Mm. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers, may he whisper today, Monica, in our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. That's so beautiful. I hope and pray that this revelation that the Holy Spirit's been speaking over me each day, that you will take it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that you will rest and live in peace knowing that God's affection for you, whatever you need today, whatever you need tomorrow, whatever you need next month, his love for you, his affection for you, he will be everything you need. That brings it back to kind of what um, 
I talked about in the beginning of like going back to be still and know that he is God, like be still in his presence and know who he is, that he is father, that he is love, that he is compassion, that he is Mm -hmm. acceptance, that he is like, looks at us as beloved. Like, I don't know. I, I I can't, can't be just me that has just gotten kind of wrapped up in the day to day. And, you know, especially now that the pandemic is over and like life and work and school and sports and everything is back into full throttle, if not even more crazy than it was before that. Mm -hmm. Um, and just this like calling back to like, Hey, don't forget to be still, to cease your striving, to stop doing things out of obligation, to stop working your way toward holiness and goodness be still yeah. and know that he is God. He's God yeah. of the universe. He is God of us. He is the father of Jesus. He is our father in heaven, but also know he is God. Yeah. I'm not God. Right. I'm not God in my kids' lives. I'm not God in my husband's mm-hmm. life. I'm not God in my family's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just these different levels. And I know I personally have kind of forgotten that. Like I can be podcast under the be still, be free banner all day long sure. and still forget what it means to be still. Yeah. And then forget what it means to be free because of that stillness. Yeah. And so yeah. um, I know that's what I need to get back to. Yeah. I think for me, what helps me is that I am a licensed professional counselor who wants to bring the Holy Spirit into the counseling room. And so I have such a desperation for myself and for my clients that my my job and mm-hmm. i think pastors probably have this yeah. like they're they're depending on what you do right versus if you're not in the ministry on that i could see where it it would be easier to need him less mm-hmm. right yeah and so i i'm grateful in the sense of what i do because i i know i can't set anyone free and i don't i don't have a word of wisdom for that client but the Holy Spirit right. does, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's just literally being in that place of if you do nothing, just to say, Holy Spirit, here I am. Yeah. Flow through me today. Yeah. Right. And, and then respond like, like the how the verse said that um, what is it? The impulse of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. So, I mean, I have definitely felt impulses of the Holy Spirit to pray for certain people in situations. Um, But, like, I think the key is choosing to respond to that instead of saying maybe later or now's not a good time or, but like, in the moment. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I know I'm... That's that bold part, I guess. That's the... To sense the sense the impulse and move in it, move mm-hmm. forward in it, right? Like yesterday when I went to that park and there was that girl sitting there, I felt like I was supposed to sit next to her. And then finding out her testimony and my testimony and I and she just said, This is, God has truly encountered me today, you know. Oh. Um, and just really kind of like you kneeling at your bed and, mm-hmm. and just the the big change that made for you. Yesterday was a big change for Bree, who I met at the park. Where yeah. She decided I'm I'm not gonna let myself and my child be abused anymore, and I'm gonna turn toward God. Wow. I mean, it's it's so if we just if you know I call it this this is this this sounds terrible, but I think you I think everyone will know what I mean. What I want to do in life is I want to waste time on people. Yeah. I want to waste time on people sitting sitting there. 
you know, with Brie, complete stranger, it could have looked like I was wasting time, and yet it was a divine encounter. Absolutely. It was such a divine encounter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, like, wasting time on people, like, being okay to waste time, like, on your family. Yeah, on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm I trying like to think. I'm, I'm having a hard time finding the words to say what I'm mm-hmm. thinking in my head, but... Mm-hmm. Like... Kids at bedtime, for example, like you know, you get so caught oh, up yeah. in the routine of how kidding? long that takes. Go but, to bed. But the moments, yeah, the Holy Spirit-filled moments and conversations and prayers that yes. pop up. It may look like you're wasting time, and exactly. yet it's divine encounters. Yes, yes, and it's tending to their spirit and to their heart. And I can get so it's easily good. like too tired and miss that. And then when I have yes. those moments, be like. Ugh, I could have missed that and this just this helped him in such a great way or I would have missed out on that moment where he's shared with me what's going on and but I think what I love that you're beautifully saying here is help me holy spirit yeah. to be aware of your tugging your pulling mm-hmm. right yeah help me be aware to the impulses of, of yes. what where you want me to be when who right that's right and it may feel like you're wasting time, and yet you're never wasting time when you're being moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. That's right. Right? Yep. I mean, think about Jesus. I, I'm sure it would have looked like he was wasting time, you know, with the disciples. And, and, and yet yeah. we look back and go, no, that was impartation. That was, all of it was so needed. And I think to realize that... Um, what may feel or look like wasting time may be right where we need to be. I'm sure Mary and Martha thought that he was wasting time when he took his sweet time to get back when Lazarus died. And, but it was the impulse and the prompting of the Holy Spirit that kept him from where he, going mm-hmm. because there were uh, religious leaders ready to kill him should he have went yeah. when he was sick. So by him waiting till Lazarus was dead, then the Holy Spirit by the impulse said it's time to go now because those leaders had left and then he glorified the Lord even greater, greater. by raising yeah, that's him. Right. Yeah. I mean, wow. It's so good. I love that. The Holy Spirit led Jesus and protected him. Affection mm-hmm. is protection. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit protected Jesus in so many dangerous situations. The 40 days in the yes. wilderness. Yeah. Yes. So good. So good. I mean, we could talk about this forever, but your God's affection for you, precious one, yes, is your protection. And to just relish and read that Romans 8, 14 through 16. Yeah, and I just, need to write that down. Just soak in that and ask the Holy Spirit to whisper into your innermost being that you are God's beloved mm-hmm. daughter. Well, that's a really rich, quiet time, people. <laughs> That was in the car. <laughs> but that's just the thing. It, Quiet time doesn't it, have to look that, like one thing. And that's what I want people to hear. Yeah. Is it, it doesn't have to look a certain way or be a certain way. It just takes it just takes you saying, Jesus, I want to meet with you. Absolutely. And then there he is. Yes. There he is. So good. So good. Well, um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't have anything else to add to that. I think we're good. Let's just say a quick prayer. Yes. That's okay. Awesome. Jesus, we thank you for this time. We thank you um, that your word is always speaking. And we thank you, God, that as we as women long to 
uh, become closer with you, Jesus, that you are right there uh, excited. And so, Lord, I pray today that this podcast would be a place where where they feel like they have met you and heard from you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just speak to them today and lead them today. Um, and that, Father, they would sense your gaze of love, your smile over them, that, Father, um, they are your beloved child. So, Jesus, whatever um, our listeners are needing today, Jesus, we're trusting you to meet that need. We're trusting you to release miracles, Mm -hmm. to send your angels concerning, Father, to set free, Lord, to bring salvation. Father, whatever's on their hearts and minds, we're just so grateful, Jesus, that you hear us and you answer us and that you're moving even on their behalf right now. So, Father, bless our listeners. Thank you for this Be Still, Be Free podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Take it where you want to take it, and may you be glorified in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Love you you. guys. Love you, Tracy. (laughs) Love you guys. We will be back soon, so stay. uh, follow us on Instagram just to stay posted on what's coming up next. That's right. Bye.